Hey sis, welcome to the She Is Purpose podcast with me, Bali Matole. She Is Purpose is a community of women on a journey to discovering and discerning their God-given purpose and identity. Here we biblically equip, empower, and encourage the modern-day Esthers of this generation who were brought to their specific positions for such a time as this. Please join us in becoming part of the Purpose family by subscribing to the blog at sheispurpose.com and by following us on our various social media platforms. We love hearing from you. Now let's get into this week's episode and learn, grow, and become together. Riding on the tail of last week's conversation about guarding purpose and the importance thereof, let's talk about timing. Timing is everything in cooking, in baking, in pregnancy, in life, in purpose. You work on anything for less than you should or longer than you should, and it can change the outcome completely. Let's read Ecclesiastes 3. It says to us, There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the sun, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. There is a time for everything, a season for everything, and God knows this. And he being the good father that he is for our sake, sticks to it because he knows that anything good given too soon or out of season can be destructive at various levels. Let's think about the prodigal son. A lot of the time when we look at his story, we focus on his returning. But today I want us to turn our eyes toward what actually made him go in the first place. Let's read Luke 15 verse 11 to 13. It says, And he said, There was a man who had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. And he divided his property between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country, and there he squandered his property in reckless living. Let's read verse 13 again. It says, Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country, and there he squandered his property in reckless living. Not many days later, meaning what had happened just before that had a direct effect 
were a direct cause to when the younger son gathered all his things and took a journey into a far country. So the division of the property and him being given his share had a direct relation to the younger son gathering his things and leaving and going to go squander his property recklessly. Now, speaking about fathers, the Bible tells us in Matthew 7, verse 11, that God is a good father. This is what it says. It says, if you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? And I just read the scripture to show us an example of the goodness of God as a father and how this dad that we read about in the story of the prodigal son gave his younger son his inheritance prematurely when he wasn't mature enough to handle it, when he wasn't mature enough to plan for it, when he wasn't mature enough to know what to do next with it in order to multiply it. Instead, it worked against him instead of working for him. And God knows this. God knows that if he gives us anything prematurely, before we're ready, before we can handle it, it can destroy us. And with this truth in mind, I want us to read Ecclesiastes 9 verse 11. And this is what it says. I have seen something else under the sun. The race is not to the swift or the battle to the strong, nor does food come to the wise or wealth to the brilliant, or favor to the learned, but time and chance happen to them all. Let's read that again. I have seen something else under the sun. The race is not to the swift or the battle to the strong, nor does food come to the wise or wealth to the brilliant or favor to the learned, but time and chance happen to them all. God knows the power and importance of time and seasons. He set up the system. But not only that, because he knows that, and he's a good father who knows how to give good gifts, he also sets us up to have all the time and opportunity, or as Ecclesiastes says, chance working for us, for our good. What Ecclesiastes is telling us is that life, things, don't work out because of who runs the fastest or who's the strongest or who's the wisest or who's the most brilliant or intelligent. But time and chance is what makes the difference because it comes around for all of us. You can be wise. You can be fast, strong, brilliant, intelligent, creative, gifted, you name it. But all of that at the wrong time, out of season, means nothing. Have you ever been in a season where you felt like you gave your best and things still didn't work out? And then have you ever been in a season where you felt like you did very little and were therefore very surprised to see the results far exceed your expectations? That's because it's not about your input. 
Yes, you have a part to play in your life and in your purpose journey, but the Bible tells us that it's not by might nor by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. So it's not according to your own strength. And that's why I say it's not about what or how much you put in. It's about the time and the season God assigns to your life. The reason I said earlier that this rides on last week's conversation is because the same conversation that made me sensitive and aware of the importance of God in your purpose made me realize how important it is for you to discern and know the time and season of your life and its different chapters. By that I mean, in one area of your life, you might be in a season of working and pushing really hard, and at the same time, in the same life of the same person being you, in another area of your life, you might be in a season that requires rest. But you won't know this if you aren't sensitive to the Lord's leading and his instructions concerning your life. Because if you aren't aware of what's supposed to happen when, then you won't be able to put the necessary measures in place to guard it. Someone will come and tell you to run in a season of sitting and you'll go with it because it sounds good. It may sound good, but is it of God? Again, like we said last week, test the spirit. Test the counsel. Vet and verify everything through God. He delights to bring you into his plans Ask him. He wants to make things known to you. So what season of your life are you in right now? What does that season require? Because if you can name the season, you can name its requirements, even if it's briefly. I think we know about how much I love using Abraham as an example to give around purpose, but also how I love to use pregnancy um, to give examples especially when it comes to purpose. So let's run with the pregnancy example today. Let's say you're five months pregnant and someone randomly tells you to stop pushing. No contractions, no broken water, no dilating. They just tell you to push. Will you push? Is that what that stage of your pregnancy will be requiring? So you might not know the details, but you'll know that now is not the season to push. Now, let's say you're in month nine of your pregnancy. Contractions are full on. You're fully dilated. Your body is telling you the baby wants to come out now. And someone tells you, I think we should hold off on that a bit. Maybe for another month or so. What will you do? Hold on or push? Do you know how emergency C-sections often come about? When the baby has been in mommy's tummy for a duration of time where they've begun to feel a little bit exhausted or mom's too exhausted to push and it's putting at risk um, both mom and baby the longer they wait to get the baby out. And so to save mom and to save baby's life, the doctors choose to help get baby out by helping create a way out that's safe for both of them. That could be you and I. If, with our purpose and its different chapters and seasons, we're not aware of the times and the seasons 
if we push during a season where we should be nurturing and preparing things, things can get a little bit weird and tricky. If we hold on to what's ready to be birthed, we could put many things in danger. Know the time, know the season, and act accordingly. Don't allow pressure and comparison make you perform or force you to perform or behave out of season. Your time will come and it will all work out for his glory and for your good. Remember Joseph who told a dream to the wrong people at the wrong time and that set off a sequence of events of years of hurt and betrayal? But in the end, what did he say in Genesis 50 verse 20? He says, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for good to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. Remember, time and chance happen to us all. Until next week, goodbye.